Welcome to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast. I'm your host, Molly Watts. If you want to change your drinking habits and create a peaceful relationship with alcohol, you're in the right place. This podcast explores the strategies I use to overcome a lifetime of family alcohol abuse, more than 30 years of anxiety and worry about my own drinking, and what felt like an unbreakable daily drinking habit. Becoming an alcohol minimalist means removing excess alcohol from your life so it doesn't remove you from life. It means being able to take alcohol or leave it without feeling deprived. It means to live peacefully, being able to enjoy a glass of wine without feeling guilty and without needing to finish the bottle. With science on our side, we'll shatter your past patterns and eliminate your excuses. Changing your relationship with alcohol is possible. I'm here to help you do it. Let's start now. Well, hello and welcome or welcome back to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast with me, your host, Molly Watts, coming to you from a kind of gray Oregon, but it was actually fairly dry today. It was sunny for a little bit. But I do want to update you all because I think it's important for those of you that are in the rest of the country and you probably think that you just hear me moan and whine about Oregon and how wet it's been. But we have had, we I finally saw the statistic, the wettest April on record in April this year. Okay, so it wasn't all in my head. <laughs> it didn't just feel like it was really raining a lot. It actually was. So there you go. Anyway. Today on the podcast, I am talking to Ian Anderson. Ian is one of the co-founders of Sunnyside, formerly Cutback Coach, and we are just catching up. He's bringing me up to date on all the things that have been going on over there at Sunnyside for the last year or so since the last time they were on the show, and just want to have a conversation, continued conversation about how people are making a decision to have a more mindful relationship with alcohol, and especially coming out of COVID. We are officially right coming out of COVID. I hope so. Um, but it's really changed people's drinking habits and we need to take it seriously and we need to decide to create this peaceful relationship with alcohol that I talk about all the time. So here is my conversation with Ian Anderson. Hey, Ian, how are you? Thank you so much for taking the time and being with me here on the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast. You're very welcome. It's good to be back, Molly. Yeah, Thanks for having see me. You. Absolutely. So I gave a brief intro um, just coming into this to kind of set the groundwork for who you are, but we've had you on the show before. You and I have worked together. Sunnyside mm -hmm. is you know, definitely partnering with Alcohol Minimalist right now. And I really wanted to have you back on the show because over the course of the time that we've talked and worked on really mindset stuff around people's alcohol use, and of course your wonderful app, you guys have gone through a brand change and things are just really hopping and bopping over there at Sunnyside, formerly Cutback Coach. So I wanted to catch up with you on the podcast so that we could talk about it and talk about the the philosophy behind it and what's been going on. And then I do want to talk about a little bit some more of the data and just, I don't know, we're going to dig in, but let's start with the rebrand. All right. So Cutback Coach, when I first talked with you guys, that was, you know, the, you were just getting going, you were just starting this app and and, and even describe it a little bit, because not everybody that's listening has even knows what we're talking about yet. 
Sure. Um, so to start, let, let's start with Cutback Coach, the yeah. the um, origin of, of where we are today. Um, Cutback Coach uh, was designed to be a system that myself and Nick, my co-founder, would personally use in our own lives to help us plan and monitor and um, essentially cut back on our own drinking um, without any pressure to quit. We, we wanted to create something that was that felt like a fitness tracker or a Noom, you know, kind of like Noom specifically yeah. for alcohol, something that would help us build healthier habits and stay on top of um, our own uh, health goals. Um, neither of us wanted to quit drinking. I mean, I, Nick and I both come from similar sort of backgrounds. We enjoyed drinking in college and have both had moments in our lives where we felt like we were drinking too much and have, um, I personally explored with, you know, taking periods of drinking off, um, cutting back and um, by using Sunnyside, now Cutback Coach, now Sunnyside, I do find myself, um, I mean, to be perfectly honest, drinking quite a bit less since starting this company. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with sort of the education and uh, the tools that Sunnyside gives us. So um, I'll just go really quickly, but fundamentally it's, it's an app. It's a service that helps you plan, track, and monitor your alcohol consumption, no pressure to quit. And there's a coaching element as well, where we connect you with real human coaches only if you want it uh, via text message. Um, and our, our members on average cut back their drinking by 30% in the first 30 days. And it goes up to about 40% in 60 days. And it's, it's only um, about 850 a month if you sign up for the annual plan. Yeah, it's awesome. I used Cutback Coach myself and uh, now Sunnyside. I'm sorry, I'm going to call it that. Yeah, so that's, that's what good. I started when I first started. I used it. And um, of course, you know, and I recommend it and I tell people about it all the time because it really is. It's one of the most just thoughtful, useful tools for really setting a, a plan with intention too, which is something I really like about the program is that it's not just tracking like what mm -hmm. you've done in the past, but also planning ahead for the future. Yeah, that's really important to us. And one of the things we're really proud of is our algorithm recommends a specific plan for you on a weekly basis based on your pre past tracking history right. and on your original diagnostic that you set up. But we adapt to your goals over time and we let you also adjust in case if in case there's specific things going on in your life. If you're going to Mexico for a trip, we celebrate that and we want you to have fun. We just want you to put a plan in place so that you hold yourself accountable. And that's what we're really all about when it comes to mindful drinking is, is understanding how alcohol is impacting you in the moment and making the best decisions. Yeah. So, okay. So we're plugging right along, cut back coach all's well, actually, what I think is really interesting. You and I were talking about this before we jumped on. So the company actually launched in October of 2020, mm -hmm. not as a reflection of what was already becoming apparent to the world that COVID was going to impact everybody's drinking, but it was specific more to like a, a, a situation for Nick, where he was on vacation mm -hmm. and trying to figure this out for himself, came back and then it, but, but talk about some timing and some synergy with the world because COVID definitely has changed many people's relationships with alcohol and not necessarily for the better. Absolutely. We, we did launch around October um, in uh, 2020. And I don't think at the time we even realized how helpful a service like Cutback Coach was going to be, or let's just say Sunnyside, um, for people in the moment. It took a little while for us to find the research that was really showing how much um, substance use was increasing right. uh, during the pandemic period. And um, what when we really started to get members on board, um, 
and have these one-on-one conversations. It wasn't really until then that we realized uh, COVID was one of the biggest triggers. People were kind of generalizing the triggers into COVID. And what that broke down to was things like being at home, um, boredom, uh, having to take on additional stresses with the family and sort of family management. And we uh, didn't specifically run the study, but there were, there were a lot of studies. Um, one, one of the ones that sticks out to us the most is how women were disproportionately impacted by the pandemic. And I don't want to misquote anything, but I do believe it's because they often are the ones that have to take care of the family, um, in, in situations like this and women, um, disproportionately saw substance use increase, um, to problematic levels, uh, that we haven't seen in a very long time. So, uh, when we look at the demographics of Sunnyside, we did notice that um, a, a majority of our users are women, and mm-hmm. um, maybe that's because of the need. Um, but it, it's definitely something that we saw correlate to the, the to the research trends that were out there. Yeah, you guys and, actually. I was talking with you too. There's a, you guys did a joint study later, so after mm-hmm. you know been a, around for a while, and and really kind of right out right before you became Sunnyside officially a joint study with Ipsos that was um, really interesting. And this is what I'm going to read it specifically because I think it's very important. I want people to hear this really reflective, I think, of especially uh, the pandemic drinking. The study found that despite many cities reopening, 82% of people mostly drink at home, while out one out of three say they drink mostly alone, which is scary in I'm not scary, but you know, it's, it's can lead to more problems. I think when it's, when you're alone, in fact, Americans are drinking primarily to manage stress. 66% of Americans are drinking to reduce stress or unwind while only 11% are drinking to celebrate. And most Americans are also drinking at a higher clip, both more Mm -hmm. frequently, 50% are, are drinking more than three times a week and more intensely with 48% drinking three or more drinks at a time. Find, those are significant findings for any study, but especially with reflection on the pandemic and timely for Sunnyside, <laughs> timely, like yeah. I said. Yeah, indeed. Um, the first thing that I want to say is like at Sunnyside, most of the folks that we work with do drink alcohol. Um, and we most of us have been able to recognize ourselves in sometimes in these statistics. So that's to say, we do not judge people for drinking at home, but if people decide that they do want to cut back and change those habits, that's exactly what we're for. Um, I do, I do agree that 82% of people mostly drinking at home does seem like a high number. I wish we had a better metric on how much that's increased since uh, pre-pandemic, but I can tell you for sure. Um, I don't, uh, get involved in the coaching queue as much as I used to. It, it's a very delightful part of the Sunnyside experience, but I used to actually have the opportunity to chat with members who needed a, a nudge or some motivation. And I think probably the thing that people needed help cutting back on the most was the end of the day drink. Um, when they're unwinding at dinner and um, maybe the kids are around and what we noticed a lot of the conversations uh, where, where they went was, I've been at home all day, I haven't left the house, and now I have to cook and, and take care of the family, so I'm going to have my nightly drink. But over COVID, that turned into one or two or three or four drinks yeah. every night. Yeah. And it sort of became that, that habit. Um, and I think this is really where Sunnyside it fits the bill really well. People who are 
kind of falling into those habits and it becomes a norm for them, for them aren't considering themselves alcoholics. They're raising their hand and saying, I want to cut back because I'm starting to feel like this is a slippery slope. And I, I want support in that. And I don't want people to necessarily judge me and call me an alcoholic. And um, that's something that's really near and dear to us is trying to destigmatize the idea that it's okay to say, I want to cut back on my drinking and not, and not be judged for that. Yeah. So 100%, you and I, you know, we speak the same language yeah. <laughs> when it comes to that. So that is 100%. And that's, I, you know, for myself, that was, I wish that, uh, Sunny, you guys should have been developing this app like 20 years ago. It would have been really good. Oh, oh, that's right. You guys would have been like teenagers. Okay. never mind. Um, but anyway, I, I turned from the same thing, just from, in, mm-hmm. you know, one or two drinks or a night to three or four. And that's, you know, it's not, it's just simply not a great habit to, for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I share a lot of the science over here on this podcast about why that's problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention mm-hmm. the, the rebound anxiety that people have from it, you know, and that's one of yeah. the things that I think Sunnyside really helps with too. So we're, we're, I'm taking you on all these different little tangents, but now back to it. it, we're, we're back. We're like in the end of 2021 and mm-hmm. suddenly I get an email from you and you say, Molly, we are completely rebranding cutback coach. And I was like, what, why? I, I like cutback <laughs> yeah. coach. I like the name of it. It's all good. What's going on. So tell me about the, the, the mindset and the, the vision for the change from cutback coach to sunny side. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate the question. Um, we, we, we too love the name, the alliteration. Yeah. It's kind of a cute name. <laughs> Um, it's oh, very cute. memorable. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you could um, you can remember it and search for it pretty easily. But uh, the rebrand is fundamentally driven by our mission to be the best alcohol service for anyone that wants to build healthier habits. And we we felt like that um, we we were getting fairly consistent feedback that the name felt too narrowly focused on people that wanted to cut back on their drinking, mm-hmm. and it, or that it felt judgmental, like we were telling people that they uh, were drinking back, right? too much. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, not everyone that uses Sunnyside actually has that intention. I will say the majority does. Most people do. But we also want to be a service that once you hit your goals after cutting back that you can maintain. And so we don't always want to push people to cut back. You can join an alcohol health service like Sunnyside just to start adding dry days into your week or to say, when I drink, I don't want to binge drink as much. Um, So making small changes to your drinking habits can have pretty profound impacts and it can help you decrease the the next day anxiety and help you really feel like alcohol is not slipping away from you, but that is something that you can enjoy. So we, we, we looked at a lot of names, obviously <laughs> we're, we're uh, sort of marketers at heart, Nick and I, or, or at by, by trade. So we, we took this rebrand very seriously, but Sunnyside to us really represents like a destination. It's, um, uh, it's even though it's different for everybody, it's it's we can all relate to the idea of like finding a sunnier disposition in our lives and like making progress toward that goal. Um, so it, it sounds a little cheesy and sometimes branding is, but that that's truly what it represents to us is making sure that we don't leave people out, but that we're all inclusive when it comes to alcohol health. Um, yeah, and it's going it's been going really well for us. Honestly, mm-hmm. our members didn't really care, right? Uh, which which <laughs> you generally expect with a rebrand. But more importantly, on, it's really helped us expand the story. Um, it helps us get more creative with our sort of marketing and branding, how we go to market and how we talk about alcohol health. Um, 
And I think one of the more surprising things that I didn't expect, uh, this is getting a little sort of uh, nerdy on the on the business side, but it's kind That's of fun. Okay. It's kind of it, fun. <laughs> the, it's enabled us to have really a lot more natural conversations with leaders and partners in the alcohol space. Because when we were talking to folks, like let's just say we're talking to a big non a big non-alcohol uh, beverage company, and we're called a cutback coach. They don't really want to be associated with the business that's trying to tell people to cut back because they don't they don't do that themselves. But as soon as we rebranded to Sunnyside, they were like, "Yes, we uh, we are absolutely aligned with your mission. We too want to help people find balance and mindfulness." So right. just that alone has helped us um, kind of establish ourselves yeah. more as um, a lifestyle brand. I would say Some, something that people can use without having the requirement to cut back on their drinking. Oh, I think that's awesome. I do. I agree with that complete. I mean, I, I really can see why that would be so uh, beneficial, especially within that, the, the realms of other alcohol brands that are yeah. non-alcoholic brands that are trying to, cause it's always about, you know, there is such a, a negative association, right. With using alcohol in terms of an, and overusing alcohol and you can't ever, decide to reduce the amount that you're drinking without someone asking you or thinking, or you're worried that someone's thinking, well, yeah, he must have a problem. Right. I mean, so you don't, you don't take actions and this is something that I think is really <laughs> obviously needs to be changed in a global way. We have to not, and that this is kind of what I know the, the, the blog post that I shared with you guys and just knowing your alcohol number, it's like, this really yeah. shouldn't be anything like, um, negative whatsoever. It should just simply be right. Yeah. Which is just, we should be treating something that is it's, uh, as common sense, right. If you're going to include alcohol in your life, you need to do it in a mindful way. There's, yeah. I mean, is that really all that hard to understand folks? It's like, you know, you wouldn't, uh, I, there's just, there's so many things that we can say and sure there is, there is enough data that tells us that there are many people that are served by not better served by not drinking alcohol at all. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, that's, that's not, not to be argued with, but that doesn't mean that, that that's the only way to improve everyone's alcohol health. And the more that we set up the world in black and white, right and wrong, yeah. good or bad, the less opportunity we have to help to help more people. I couldn't agree more. And I just want to um, share my my own version of that. When, you know, several years ago, I was working at a startup that was fantastic. And we um, we, we, we started, we, we created a bit of a, a hangout after work and drinking culture. Mm -hmm. And I, um, you know, the, I think it's okay to also admit that alcohol um, kind of create is habit forming. I don't want to use the word addictive, but we know it is technically. So I don't want to deny that either, but like it became habit forming in the work environment that I was in. Um, it was, it made me gain weight. I was working out less. I would uh, have more anxiety at work. And I decided at, at one point, like for my, for my own personal health, I'm just going to take it three months off. That's a lot. That's a lot. So I wanted, I wanted to make some big changes. I wanted to get back into shape. I wanted to feel like myself and not, not make, I, I didn't want to prioritize after work bars. I wanted to prioritize my own health. Doing that was hard, be, almost more because of the pressure that I felt from, from uh, my friends and peers to 
um, drink mm -hmm. and uh, also to have to explain to them what I was doing. Um, it felt somewhat shameful. And at, looking back, I'm extremely proud that I did that. And I've done that. I haven't taken that much time off of drinking since then, but I, I certainly take uh, weeks and, and uh, a month every now and then just to sort of reset. I personally don't think there's anything wrong with taking periods of time off of drinking to reset your own health and mental wellness. I think it's actually pretty critical. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm right there with you. Hey guys, just a quick break in this week's show with Ian Anderson from Sunnyside to talk with you a little bit more about Sunnyside. So I have known Nick and Ian, the founders of Sunnyside for just over a year now. I've been watching the company grow and I have to tell you, I'm just so impressed. They are deeply mission-driven and they are building a service that's really dedicated to help millions of people create a healthier relationship with alcohol without the pressure to quit or feel guilty. So of course, you know, this aligns completely with everything I talk about here at Alcohol Minimalist. Think of Sunnyside as a digital coach that helps you set a plan for the week and provides tools to track your drinks and measure your progress, all while using proven behavior change techniques to create lasting habit change. It's super easy to start super easy to stick to, and it includes a 15-day free trial so you can test it out. Head over to sunnyside.co slash minimalist to get started today. I'm a big proponent of including multiple alcohol-free days in your week. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just, I, I never took a full month off of, I mean, let's not talk about way back when, when I was pregnant, but intentionally, I never took a full month off of alcohol until I had been really working on my habit for almost two years. Mm -hmm. So, cause I would have never been ready to, I would have never been mentally. It sounded just like impossible, first of all. And it, it, the, the fear of not being able to do it kept me stuck in the not trying for a long time. Like I was yeah. too worried about the fact that it, what, what does it mean if I try to do this and I can't, so I really encourage people to, to meet themselves where they're at first, Absolutely. start there, start small, and then start adding alcohol-free days in, you know, adding one alcohol-free day a week is, is just, you know, over the course of 52, uh, uh, the course of a year's, you know, 52 less days that you've been drinking. It's a, it's oh, a yeah. deal, you know? <clears throat> So, yeah, we talk about so sometimes we like to add up the, the calories that you cut out if you cut out one drink a day. I mean, 365 calories times like 125 is, is right. tens of thousands of calories. So these these small changes really do add up. And I just want to be clear, I'm, just, I'm not advocating for taking three months off of drinking. I know you're it's not. actually it's actually not necessarily um, what, what I want people to come away with. Um, I think what you're saying is is way more um, appropriate for where we think people should start, which is like trying to add one dry day in or trying to decrease um, the number of yeah. drinks per day. Yeah. And um, I was gonna say what my, my current pattern, which is similar to Nick's, and this is more just because I've, I've tried to optimize my, my own sort of um, working style, is I, I try not to drink during the week, but then I kind of let, I give myself a little bit of leeway on Fridays and then Saturdays, maybe a little bit, but, and then Sundays. So, and these are all things that I've learned from my past patterns. I, I don't, I, I, I now have a certain way of, that I enjoy alcohol that maximizes my health and, and the enjoyment rather than, you know, bringing me 
like kind of kind of lowering my overall performance during the week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what's interesting is that I recently just decided, um, this actually starting in Q2 because, um, April is alcohol awareness month. I, Mm -hmm. so I celebrated alcohol awareness month here on the podcast by doing an alcohol free weekend. And I decided to start incorporating. I used to do just an alcohol free weekend per quarter, but I decided this year to take it up and do an alcohol free weekend per month. And I'm doing that mostly because of just exactly what you said. What I find myself doing is getting into this pattern of not drinking during the week and saving my, you know, cause I stick to low risk limits. So the low risk limits from the NIAAA folks mm-hmm. are seven drinks or week, seven standard drinks or less per week for women and no mm-hmm. more than three standard drinks in a day mm-hmm. for men. Those are 14 drinks, standard drinks in a week and no more than four drinks in any one day. And so for me, I stick to those low risk limits. That's what helps me in terms of my own mental, just not having anxiety about my drinking habits. But what I, what I, what I found is that I started falling into that kind of nothing during the week and then, you know, on the weekends. And so, yeah, I wanted to challenge my thinking because for me, I definitely always want to look at the reasons why I'm including alcohol at all. And because there is, you know, the, the, and I know last time you guys were here, I bored you with the science, but there really is some science to it about the fact that once you get past a blood alcohol level of 0.055%, you're basically going to have that rebound, rebound anxiety. The next day, you're going to significantly increase the possibilities of negative consequences, as opposed to, you know, if you stick to that lower alcohol blood volume, which is really one to two drinks, you know, what's really been interesting now is that I have become so in tune. And that's what I think Sunnyside offers people too, is it really the opportunity to become just more aware and in tune with their own mind and body with alcohol. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed is that now when I do make that decision to have a third drink or whatever on a, you know, on a specific day, the next day I can really tell the difference. I can really feel it. And so I'm, you know, that's the kind of mindfulness I think that we want to create. I I love that. And we find that, um, I I don't, I don't think I mentioned this yet, but, um, when people start using Sunnyside, we encourage them to focus mostly on the tracking uh, behavior and not really so much on the planning, although it, it is an element. And that's because a lot of people don't realize how many drinks they're having in a specific yeah. session. They, they might, they, it, it, tracking helps them realize that they're counting two, a glass of wine as uh, two glasses of wine as, as one glass. Um, it helps us realize that uh, an 8% beer is actually count, should count as right. two drinks. Right. So when, when we talk about tracking, we're not just talking about counting, we're talking about pausing before the next drink lot, you know, sort of, uh, mindfully logging it and then asking yourself, should I have water? Do I really want, do I really want and need this drink? Okay. If I do that, I'm making, I'm an adult. I'm I'm making this decision, but maybe I should slow down because I know how it's going to impact me the next day. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate to this just personally myself. Um, I, I'll, I'll absolutely go for the 8% beer if I'm out at at a, like dinner or something, just, just to, it's, it's human nature. It's like, Oh, cool. I can kind of like get away with having one drink, but it'll be twice as strong. So helping ourselves, um, not, not beating ourselves up over those things, but rather just 
building mindfulness around what we're doing is is can be game changing for people. Now, see, and isn't this doesn't this just show our our age difference? I am now like in this mindset where I'm like excited about the fact that there are really awesome IPAs that are like season, you know, like our session IPAs that are coming out and yeah. they're like three and a half percent, four percent alcohol. Cause then I'm like, sweet, I can have two. Like they're not even, they only get us one. So I, I just want to be clear. The really strong IPAs are really hangover problems. Like I don't like you gotta you be, I, I, I recommend for taste but not too many of them. I, I, I've been myself trying to stick with lighter beers. I'm not perfect, but um, the session beers are definitely the way to go for me. I think that's another way to be mindful. It is. Um, stick with the lighter beers. Yeah, no, you know, that <laughs> helps really, a lot. Yeah, actually, I, I shared with my group, um, my, my um, Facebook group. Oh, gosh, now it's been how long ago? Almost, well, I don't know, nine months ago. I should think about it. October, I think of 2021, I went up to, I was uh, gone for a weekend and I was having, I was going to have, you know, three drinks. I was out, but I had over the course and it was like over a six hour period of time, but 16 ounce drinks, but I found out they were, <laughs> they were Elysian space dust. They were, it was an eight point yeah. something beer. And so by the, by the end of the night, not only was I feeling it, but like the next day I was like, I was I was off. It was awful. I felt terrible. I was like, this is crazy. First of all, I used to drink three to four IPAs all the time, but now it's like, it was, but yeah, but it was all because it was a higher APV ABV and I just didn't pay attention. And so it does, it, it, it matters. You need to, you know, yeah. again, making mindful decisions. Okay. Enough about my yeah di digression there. Um, I love it. <laughs> so tell me about some of the new things that are happening over at Sunnyside. I know you guys sure. launched a community and I have shared it with my group, but I'm sharing it here now, folks, you can go look it up. I'll put the link in the show notes, the mindful drinkers community over on Facebook. So tell me about that. And also just about some of the new improvements that are coming for Sunnyside. Yeah. Um, again, thanks for the great, great question. So the Mindful Drinkers is a public-facing community that we're putting together on Facebook that does not require a subscription to Sunnyside. It is for anybody that wants to join a community and start talking about and building healthier habits. And then we are starting to just like employ some of um, the the things that make Sunnyside great. So we do daily check-ins with everybody. We uh, are going to start doing some virtual meetups, and we recently posted a 30-day tracking challenge for May. This was sort of a, a, something we did for Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, yeah. trying to encourage folks to, uh, at the very least, just track your drinks. We're not telling you to cut back. We're just telling you, uh, trying to show you the power of tracking. So there's a lot that we're doing to try to build up engagement there. It's been amazing. The response has been absolutely incredible. We're getting people that are really self-regulating and self-building um, conversations and dialogue. Um, very specifically, though, we, we are trying to make sure it's a group about mindfulness and moderation and not preaching sobriety. That's, right. that's pr pretty important to us. But um, in the grand scheme of things, that's, that's sort of a side project. It's not really core to our product yet, although we are working on community within our product. We don't really have that, a timeline for that just yet. But to speak... Um, more closely to what we've been doing on the product because we, we 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 work really hard on obviously improving the product. So um, since we last talked, we've improved the dashboard experience pretty significantly. Um, we've made the planning process, the weekly planning process, way better. It's mm -hmm. it's slick, it's delightful, and you get way more information about why your plan is the way that it is. And then I think my favorite change that we've made, which is kind of under the hood, and 
is very subtle and clever, but extremely powerful. To, with Sunnyside, you track your drinks over text message, and it used to be pretty rigid. You have you used to have to say like right. Thursday two or <laughs> right. Friday three, but we now have this natural language ability, so you can just say yesterday I had two drinks and I loved. I also enjoyed a glass of red wine, and it'll track those. So it sounds really simple, but it really creates this more personal conversational. Yeah. Uh, style of interacting with the experience. And this is something that we we're really trying to work on over time is um, part of Sunnyside is automated. It is a bot, but we want it to feel very personal, like you're getting an experience of talking to a human. And then um, coming up in the product, we're working on major improvements to our coaching system. I can't give uh, too many details about that. Um, and we also have an app coming out in the next couple of months. So so, wow. So an app, so the app yeah. is coming. So this has got to be driven by customer feedback, even though I love the text-based messaging. So actually, if I may, we, we do build our product improvements based on customer feedback, but an app isn't necessarily what people are saying. Okay. People love the SMS, uh, element of, of the service yeah, and, I do. um, not, not to like toot our own horn too much. And I can't give specific numbers. But the engagement that it drives as a long-term utility is off the charts because it requires as little as one text message a day to improve your drinking habits. We're not asking you for 15 minutes and running surveys and making you do studies. It's, it's very minimal touch points every day. However, we do want to, <laughs> an app feels pretty necessary these days. Uh, we just kind of did things a little backwards. And when we release it, it's going to be somewhat complementary to the um, SMS experience. And then over time, we'll use it as an, an area where we can sort of supercharge the experience. And we're, we're really, really excited about that. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I love it. I think it's going to be great. And I can't wait to hear more about the, the about the coaching as well. So that'll be cool. Um, tell me before we jump off here, just, you know, in a nutshell, someone joins Sunnyside, the program, basically, they get a they typically get a, a free trial. Mm -hmm. and then they sign up. If they sign up for a year, it's a pretty affordable rate on a monthly basis, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So everyone who signs up gets a free 15-day trial. You can sign up with a credit card or you can sign up without a credit card. Uh, most people sign up with a credit card, and then after 15 days, your credit card gets charged if you don't cancel. That's pretty common. I do, yeah. I do also want to point out, we're super nice about refunds. Uh, if you write in and you're like, oh, that was a mistake or I'd like my money back. I mean, we don't, we don't want you to have to use a service that's not working for you. But um, with that said, most people are very happy with it. Um, it's $8.50 a month. So it's $99 a year. Uh, let me just do the math for that. Yeah, that's $8.25 a month. Uh, that, that's our cheapest. You can also do a three-month quarterly plan and a, a monthly plan, which is $12 a month. Um, and so the way we like to look at that cost is... Um, essentially that's less than a dollar a day and it's yeah. less than the cost of two drinks or maybe even less than the cost of a single fancy cocktail. So, um, and, and on average, our members are, because they're cutting out 30% of their weekly drinks, they're saving over $50 every month, which adds up really quickly. So if you're ready to make an investment in your health regarding alcohol, mindfulness and moderation, the, the cost is minimal. Um, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it seems very obvious. Well, it's really going to pay for itself. That's kind of what you, I think you were saying. Absolutely. Yes. That's the, absolutely. the, 
I mean, and that's another part of it, folks, is that the, the app actually, the, the dashboard actually shows you not only how much, you know, your money you're saving, but just, you know, how much it's good for your, your health, improving your sleep, all of that stuff. So it's, you know, it's all just, um, it's great. It's a really wonderful tool. Super excited. I've, I've been, uh, you know, a proud supporter and somebody that I just, you guys, I just so happy with the growth of the company really love the mission behind it. Really Thank you. glad that, uh, I got connected with you so early on back when it was cutback coach. And I yeah. did like the, I did like the alliteration, but Hey, well, that's I'll okay. send you a cutback coach sweatshirt. How Thank about that? You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can wear that, but I'll still, but no, no, I think I want a sunny side one now too. Okay. So. Okay. Um, um, anyways, I wish Nick well, and is doing great over in his Thank you. Yeah, he he has a, a baby now, so he's been kept busy with that. That's exciting. Um, yeah, I I also just want to thank you. It's been awesome to be um, friends with you through this. Your podcast is amazing. Your online community is amazing. So we just really appreciate the support and, and friendship from you, from you and your fans. Absolutely. Well, I will link everything in the show notes, folks, where you can learn more about Sunnyside and also the Mindful Drinking community on Facebook, because both of them are just great tools to help you create that peaceful relationship with alcohol. Just easy, you know, easy things that you can do for you self-changers and for people that are really wanting to take those next steps. So Ian Anderson, super awesome to see you as always. And thank you for being here on the podcast. Thanks, Molly. Thank you for listening to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you change your drinking habits and to create a peaceful relationship with alcohol. Use something you learned in today's episode and apply it to your life this week. Transformation is possible. You have the power to change your relationship with alcohol now. For more information, please visit me at www.mollywatts.com.